0: You're also going to be so mad at me. <laughs> Why? Oh, you'll find out.
1: Oh, God. It's okay, because you're going to be mad at me, too. Why? <laughs> you'll find out.
0: <laughs> you know, they say a mind is a terrible thing to waste. But what would happen if one man filled another's with the scariest films of all time? <laughs> Who are you talking to? <clears throat> no, nothing. Ready to watch some movies? Aw, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Matt Make Zach Watch Horror Movies. I'm Matt. And I'm Zach. And I made him watch a horror movie. What did we watch this week, Zach? Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't go back in the water. <laughs> oh, no. in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Spielberg's
1: oh, no. Jaws. Oh, I thought, I thought we watched...
0: I don't know I where thought, you're going with
1: this I thought we watched Black Christmas
0: What? <laughs> no. Yeah we watched Jaws <laughs> For a minute I was like wait We've been talking about it this Oh no <laughs> We've literally been talking about Jazz this whole time I mean I'm always prepped to talk about Black Christmas It's a great movie from the director of A Christmas Story I,
1: I just could, I couldn't think of a movie So I was like
0: uh Yeah we watched Jaws Yeah Good movie <laughs> So, Zach, what did you know about Jaws before watching it this week?
1: Well, Universal Studios love Steven Spielberg. Yes, they do. And I've been on that tram tour.
0: He designed most of their theme park. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so every, everything we talk about on that tram and just like, because I think they talk about the technical difficulties of getting the shark to work, the we need a bigger boat.
0: Oh, oh it It is if you want to talk technical difficulties when we get to our behind the scenes it's way worse than they make it sound on the tram and they make it sound pretty bad
1: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i knew that like i never knew the plot of of those or like characters it was just always like oh yeah it's jaws
0: yeah i mean we were talking about you know before the podcast that horror is typically high concept low plot (laughs) yeah there's a shark but what if the shark was smart enough that it could fight back that's yeah. the whole premise of this movie <laughs> nice
1: imagine like a shark jumping on the boat with
0: like a machine gun and going ah. i think i brought it up before but you need to look up the snl sketch called land shark <laughs> i think i've seen that where it has one of the best best bits ever where someone knocks on a woman's door and they go like she's like hello who is it? And they go land shark <laughs> I'm not falling for that. She walks away and they knock again. <laughs> Who is it? Telegram. Ooh, a telegram. <laughs> and she opens and gets eaten by a shark.
1: And it's jaws too land shark. But yeah. So I knew it existed because yeah. everybody does. I think
0: it's one of the. It's permeated pop culture to this point in yeah. such a way that like it's unavoidable. It's like when we were watching The Shining and it was like, oh, I recognize that. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know that was from this. Like, yeah.
1: And it's like Texas Chainsaw. Like it was your first yeah. time watching it, but it's like, oh yeah, I knew it, yeah. it was a thing.
0: So beyond Jaws, what's your familiarity with one? uh, There's a little guy. I don't know if you've heard of him, Steven Spielberg. He makes some movies. Yeah. Oh, Steve. Steve. Does the shark go to space? Steve. 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 I can't. I, I can't get enough Steve. 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 Is the shark related to anyone? That's where we find all the drama. Is the shark? Is Brody's father? <laughs> obviously Steve
1: Steve I can I, I could do a, a series of movies Jaws episode one the, the original Jaws is episode four we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get into how Jaws became Jaws
0: <laughs> who is he where does he come from how is he related to Yoda what does he think of Babu Frick because I think that's some bullshit it's some bullshit Steve Babu Frick isn't related to anyone <laughs> He doesn't sing a song and he's not made of CGI, Steve. What are they doing? Why, Steve? I like that we're just <laughs> warring Lucas's it? No, let me tell you what it's about. No. Steve, listen to me. He's an, he's an imposter. No, Steve, listen to me. I'm the real George. <laughs> Could you
1: imagine dude, George Lucas is trying to convince Steven Spielberg
0: which but one? You is know, the one? Steven Spielberg would ask him, like, okay, George. So I'm going to know who the real one is. How racist should an Indiana Jones movie be? And one of them's going to say, not at all. That would be wrong. And he'll be like, I know you're not George Lucas.
1: (laughs) I think Steven Spielberg would just look at him and be like, and just walk away. (laughs) He would not care. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so what do you know and think of Steven Spielberg? I love Steven Spielberg. He's done the like a ton of the greatest movies of all time do you have a favorite god he's one of those directors that i'm like oh yeah he directed that oh yeah he directed that like i can't think of a, yeah, just a list point, he's been
0: going so long
1: yeah like, see that's why i love steven spielberg yeah. he just loves movies
0: he does it's i mean great. that's that's the best thing about him yeah <laughs> especially
1: like him talking about like being a kid and sneaking into universities and just hanging out with like people that were making movies
0: well actually he didn't just sneak in and like hang out with people he snuck in at one point when he was trying to break into like i'll try to direct for tv or something huh. and he just found one of like the empty bungalows and just set up an office in there <laughs> and just started telling people like oh yeah i'm working on such and such i'm one of the pas you know blah 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 blah," until finally somebody was like what do you do here and he was like i actually don't do anything, but I'd love to work for you guys. And they just hired him. So you got Moxie, kid. See, that's great. Yeah, can't do that now. No,
1: I'm gonna go ahead and say Hook. All right. What? What? what what's that look, man?
0: Have you watched Hook since you were a child?
1: No, it's it's not good. It's oh. okay.
0: It has 26% around it. Oh, critics hate it. Like people hate it more than I do. But I'm just like. In the same way, like, I was talking to somebody, and they're like, I think my favorite Spielberg movie is AI. And I was like, I mean, AI is good, but, like, a favorite?
1: Well, what's yours? i probably go Jurassic Park. That's right. See, like, Jurassic Park and, like, Indiana Jones are, like, movies that I saw as a kid, but they're never my favorites. Like, I was like, yeah, I love that movie, but it's never been, like, my favorites.
0: I mean, like, Jurassic Park, I was, you know, like, four when it came out, so mm-hmm. I was, like, exactly the right age for, like, oh, my God, holy like, shit, dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. But um watching it again eventually as like an adult i was like the craft in this movie is nuts
1: i mean they like invented a lot of like 3d yeah. animation
0: stuff yeah. for and, that movie and it's like a low-key horror movie everybody thinks of it as like i don't know it's a charming movie about children and sam neill and i'm like no it's a creature feature it's great no, hook is fine i was just giving you shit by the way i like hook a lot so <laughs> you're, you're right though. i haven't seen it since i was a kid i just love robin williams you will if you take your nostalgia goggles off it'll be like oh fuck Good. did someone just say yo and then skateboard up a, up a ramp to dunk a basketball
1: you say that like it's a bad thing <laughs> nostalgia glasses are not that's amazing you know what i'm sticking to my guns that's my favorite (laughs) spielberg movie thanks man all right all right. but anyway that was a long time we're here to talk about jaws so that's what i knew about jaws and that's what i knew about steven
0: spielberg yeah i mean this movie gives him a career i'm not gonna lie throughout i'll probably bring that up a lot and Mm. like how it relates to like wow like change the way movies get made yeah he did that
1: (laughs) yeah i do feel like nowadays steven spielberg doesn't get as much respect I think As there it
0: is a discussion to be had over the fact that he thinks everything needs a, the tidiest ending possible and it should be happy. Mm. Like when he's even trying to, and I love the movie and I know it doesn't do it entirely, but he tries to give the Holocaust a happy ending with Schindler's List. Mm. He he, he has no urge to let you sit in the pessimism of things. Mm. But also that's kind of his greatest strength. Yeah. It, it, it's a double-edged sword but yeah. i think on a te- purely technical level he's one of the greatest filmmakers of all time you can sell a movie on from steven spielberg yeah the way you would sell a movie on it has brad pitt in it Well, yeah so, so should we uh jump into the movie ask me what i thought about the movie oh did you like it <laughs> <laughs> i just assumed hey. oh no that long sip of coffee makes me nervous remember i said you're gonna hate me you didn't like Joss?
1: For the second week in a row, a beloved film, loved by many, has just been. That was okay.
0: Just okay? Okay.
1: okay. The same thing as with Alien. I'm going to explain myself. All right. Because <laughs> Alien, I was like, I love the setting. I love everything about it. The craftsmanship was amazing. It's a great movie. But I just, it was very slow and long, just like Blade Runner. I love Blade Runner but it's just like
0: everything you're saying is like <laughs> boiling my insides
1: <laughs> but Jaws like instantly I was like this this cinematography is like one of the best like looking shots of any movie I've ever seen yeah. the score is amazing the craftsmanship that went into it but I did get very bored watching them chase a shark and talk about a shark for, like, two hours straight.
0: I mean, I think you just don't want a movie about a shark, (laughs) then, Zach. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, like, I was
1: more entertained when they finally got on the boat and started going after the shark. But, Mm. like, when they just kept talking about it and, like, the mayor dude was being a dick, at a certain point I was like,
0: okay... When is that like... And that's the, some of the most interesting stuff in the movie to me. I, I love the fisherman guy. <laughs> he was crazy. Quint. Love yeah. Quint.
1: But also at the same time too, me being the animal advocate that I am and loving animals, I I don't really want to watch a
0: movie of yeah, them hunting. I, I thought that might be a bit of an issue for yeah. you. That's why like, I think it's important to remember Uh, I'm going to tell you two things that'll make you feel better. Mm -hmm. This movie was very fictionalized with the way it works with sharks. Yeah. And apparently everybody working on it was very aware of that. That's why they tried to work hard to make Bruce the shark. Uh That's his nickname. Seem smarter than the average shark. Uh And some of the sequels take that further and it's ridiculous. They find just the right balance for me where Mm. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. This creature they've managed to assign malicious intent to. Uh-huh. <laughs> in that it like is attacking them repeatedly <laughs> and two, uh peter Benchley, who wrote the novel that this movie is based on actually sp- has spent the rest of his life being an advocate for uh ocean awareness and saving mm. sharks that see that's nice because like a, t- a ton of his money because he's made a, a ton know. of money off these movies and their sequels everything it's, it's just yeah. real nice that he's like no 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 people misunderstood what i was trying to yeah. say yeah
1: yeah because that's what i wanted to ask you like if the idea behind the movie and stuff was to be like, oh yeah, these people hunting the shark are dicks too, or anything like that.
0: No. <laughs> yeah.
1: See that, that that kind of bothers yeah. me. I mean, it is a
0: different time.
1: Yeah. But because didn't like after Jaws come out, like
0: sh- I mean, shark hunting doing up a lot. Think the stuff in this movie is how sharks behave all the yeah. time, and I mean, sharks will attack you, and it's yeah. bad, and it sucks. Yeah. But sharks are largely peaceful yeah steven spielberg is such a good filmmaker that people Mm -hmm. are like oh this must be how sharks behave (laughs) yeah
1: yeah because that was my like of me getting bored or whatever that was just like oh yeah it's still a good movie like me getting bored doesn't say anything about the movie it just says (laughs) something about me it's just Um, not for you yeah like that's okay but then like the whole shark stuff that that was like "Uh," because especially they're killing this shark for greed reasons and people like encroaching on animal. i would
0: argue chief brody our main character is not killing him for greed
1: no i, I meant like the mayor and stuff how oh, like oh yeah
0: yeah no the mayor is like one of the greatest villains of all time yeah yeah how <laughs> like
1: they need to keep the ocean and uh open and stuff so the businesses so yeah so they're kind of like encroaching on animal like territory yes well i mean they intentionally
0: kill an innocent animal just so they can try to get people to come back
1: yeah which I don't think is great yeah. And but I like
0: that like the heroes Of the movie are all yeah. like oh that's gross Why would you do that yeah. you guys are dicks <laughs> like- Yeah
1: cause it also felt like Brody like was just Doing it cause people were gonna Keep dying by the shark cause the mayor Wouldn't learn his lesson so right. like he was just Pushed in the corner to do that yeah. So I was like ah oh, that sucks but, but yeah
0: I get it I thought you might have trouble With that I, I don't have great feelings about it i mm-hmm. can kind of turn those feelings off knowing that yeah. like it's just a movie i know how i would feel about this mm-hmm. the treatment of this animal but yeah <laughs> uh,
1: yeah because sometimes i can do that with movies but i know this is just such a massive movie and had an impact on it, it yeah it had a real impact sucks yeah
0: in the same way that like if we weren't watching it for the podcast i fast forward by that bit with the snake in friday the 13th yeah it sucks like yeah <laughs> So don't hurt animals. Yeah. Uh, Sharks are friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Fish are friends. Not exactly. And what are sharks? Big old
1: fish. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So now should we uh, hop into the movie?
1: Yeah. Like the opening shots alone. Uh, Cinematography is fantastic.
0: It is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Cinematographer. Drop some names. Uh, Bill Butler. He shot Rocky. He shot One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. He's Mm -hmm. a very talented cinematographer. He is not someone that I'm aware of Spielberg working with too much after this. Mm. But I think they make a great team on this movie.
1: Yeah, like just the framing of Ocean Beach, like every single shot was framed so good. Yeah. I loved it so much.
0: It, the movie looks amazing. You you want to go to Amity, the island mm-hmm. they live on. You're like, oh, "Fuck, I'd brave a shark too." Like when yeah. I'm like man those people are all stupid and then they do like a panning shot of sunrise or sunset in this movie where the drunk teenagers are running to the water i'm like a director and a cinematographer working so in tandem Mm -hmm. they immediately turn that on its head Mm -hmm. like they let the reds get redder (laughs) yeah that poor actress though they accomplished everything about her going through the water like that Mm -hmm. she's not just like swimming around oh i Uh, could tell (laughs) yeah they put she's in fairly shallow water but deep enough yeah they put ropes on either side of her tied them to like a belt on her waist and just dragged her back and forth but that's all i could (laughs) think
1: watching that scene i was like that poor actress like
0: (laughs) yeah apparently she did not get hurt yeah from what i've heard someone will correct me if i'm wrong i'm sure but it looks great it's scary as shit it's maybe like the most effective like scare Mm. portion of the movie
1: yeah but yeah, that theme is the yeah. second I heard I remember, it, I was like, "Oh!" This iconic. is the first
0: time that uh, John Williams and Steven Spielberg worked together. Uh, definitely not the last. <laughs> he has scored like eighty percent of his movies. Was John Williams pretty prominent by Jaws? Um, by now he's like a working composer, mm-hmm. but this is where it becomes like John Williams' greatest composer of all time.
1: It's fun getting to watch like the first movies of like these massive people that yeah. are just always known to be massive. And also
0: seeing, like, oh, they were just always talented. Yeah.
1: Damn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because that's what I will say. Like, I've always known this movie, but, like, (laughs) seeing it, like... Now
0: I get the magic like right. of the theme and like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the opening of this movie operates like a like a short film. I mean, th- there's a reason that this is still like whenever they like re-release Jaws every couple of years, they just play this as like coming back to theaters, bon mm-hmm. up and her getting dragged through the water. Yeah. So yeah, a girl gets eaten and it's real messed up.
1: <laughs> her boyfriend or whatever is just too wasted and yeah, he falls, just asleep. falls asleep on the beach. But then it cuts to our hero, Chief Bob. So I don't know how I feel about this bit <laughs> It's not sarcastic I know he, He's wearing the glasses The Bob stands alone though He stands apart from the other Bobs I mean this is like If we want to make a tier list of Bobs He's like at the top Okay I can, okay 100% Good
0: clarification So We need to make sh- like a power scale of all the Bobs <laughs> so that we've encountered <laughs> Well and one of them is the Bob Bob And that's the Bob from Halloween mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's Michael Myers could be considered a Bob. It's so. true. It's true.
0: So he's probably, up he there. probably has a higher power ranking than than chief Brody. Mm, yeah. Played by a uh, Roy Scheider in this film. He's one of those people and Spielberg still does this. Like he'll just grab people that aren't like famous. They're just really good actors mm. and he'll just put them in and like, let them, I don't know how the phrases like melt into the movie where it's like, he just mm. exists in this movie as chief Brody. Yeah. I know he did other things. But when I'm watching this movie, I'm not like, oh, that's Roy Schowder, talented character actor. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's that's Chief Brody. That's the dude from Jaws." <laughs> like- yeah.
1: Yeah. He was just a good dude. Like and he played it perfectly. Yeah. too.
0: I, I love that he's um a big city cop hiding out in like a small town now. I loved all the like
1: New Yorker talk. Yeah. <laughs>
0: i love that like him and his wife are kind of miserable but the kids are having a great time yeah like, the kids are like we live by the beach now and they're both like we lived in like the center of commerce and culture yeah. and now i like tell people to put out fires at the beach yeah. like he's so tired
1: at a certain point like the mom asked the one of the little kids like oh do you want dessert and the kid just goes i want coffee <laughs> i'm like yes
0: <laughs> that's just like so new york I want yeah. coffee yeah <laughs> this is a little kid see all the stuff when they're not hunting the shark on the boat is way more interesting
1: yeah I that's mean, the
0: magic of this movie yeah most horror movies fail at that friday the 13th uh, is only interesting when people are getting murdered Ah, oh, that's true this movie is like no like i want to like live in amity and just watch the brodies go about their day that's why this movie connects in a way that those other ones don't i think
1: yeah that's true because i mean like the most interesting people from slashers are the slashers themselves right so it's like it's cool when you get to build a world that's more than that
0: yeah i think that that's the biggest thing this movie has going for it
1: i think i was just sad that quint Didn't come back and tell that part. I I would have liked more of him during the
0: like. I love everything about Quinn, but I worry that it would be like because I think that too. But I worry it would be like Jack Sparrow and the Pirates sequels, where you're like, oh, it turns out when he's not a supporting character, this character is pretty grating.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Probably, I I would just have liked to seen more interaction of him against the actual villains, because him just being mean to the two most likable characters. It is like, okay. But like when he's mean to the mayor and stuff, I'm like, Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> he's a for a reason now. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's he's Ahab on the ship and like mm-hmm. Moby Dick, he kind of respects the creature. Yeah. Even though he wants to kill it. But yeah. So Brody yeah. is uh comforting the they're questioning and comforting the teenager whose girlfriend got eaten. He's the only one that like really cares. Yeah. Because he's like, No, like where I'm from, like we have to care about when people die. <laughs> yeah i love that it's kind of this weird reversal of like how people see small towns uh-huh. it reminds me a lot of hot fuzz where it's like no no, no, no. we just kind of push it to the side yeah we're a small enough town we can just do that yeah like i think people tend to th- portray in movies like the small town is always better than the big town and i love that this movie and, yeah. and hot fuzz are like not always yeah have you ever lived in a small town uh, no, but my family is from a very small town in New Mexico that I would go to, like, every summer. Okay,
1: yeah, because so I lived in a small town in Idaho, and it's, like, yeah, that
0: that's, like, perfect.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, that fits. You,
0: you care about the people that it happened to, but you don't want everybody else to hear about it.
1: Yeah, that's, like, <laughs> the mentality yeah. that usually happens.
0: Whereas in, like, a big city, it'll just get picked up by the news, and no yeah. one will be able to ignore it. Yeah, yeah,
1: because that that's what i do feel like a lot of times in movies and like just media like cities are portrayed as like bad and stuff like yeah, that Yeah,
0: everything will just get lost in the
1: shuffle yeah and it's like
0: no like small towns and like the suburbs are way scarier
1: yeah that's fun when it's like turned on its head like that yeah but i'm also realizing how much i love the whole arc of them being from new york and then uh-huh
0: that's a good movie
1: this is why <laughs> i get my feelings out of the way to begin with yeah. so
0: you can have the freedom to change you know, my sometimes mind sometimes <laughs> you just talking about a movie you'll like it more or less yeah like that's a thing that i think we were talking in an episode or two ago about like why film criticism is important mm-hmm. it's a thing that i think people frequently lob at film critics oh well if you just took the time to think about it blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. blah. and it's like oh but their job is to write about it right then like yeah. what they are feeling like uh, ebert famously said like i think you know blade runner is slow and boring and harrison ford is bad in it and i don't mm-hmm. like this movie and then like 10 years later after living with the movie for 10 years he wrote about it again and he was like someone once told me i wrote a bad review of this film <laughs> Don't know why I would do that. This movie's great. Like. Yeah.
1: yeah. That, that, I think that's why, like, with Alien and this, I'm not like, oh, yeah, it's a bad movie. I'm right. like, oh, yeah, these are the reasons. Because I know Matt's going to change my mind about
0: <laughs> it. That's why it's sometimes worth rewatching. watching yeah.
1: movie. I won't force you. Yeah. I
0: recommend it. Yeah, because, <laughs> like,
1: like, that. that's what I was thinking when I was in the middle of watching this and, like, being bored or whatever. I, I was like, man, I'd... I can't wait to get to the part where I'm talking to Matt about this. So I can ask questions about it. And then he can explain why it's good and stuff like that.
0: I mean, that's my favorite part of this podcast is once a week, I get to sit down and talk to one of my friends about movies. (laughs) This is great. So small
1: towns, small (laughs) towns. Um, so he finds the, or someone finds a body, tells him he's the chief of police. Yes. He's trying to get things done about it, but it's about to be 4th of July. So everybody's going to be coming to the beach.
0: Yeah. Like in literally like, we we were talking about like how it makes them so much villains for wanting to do this for commerce but like a town like that like literally if people don't come people will like lose their homes mm-hmm. like businesses will close permanently like you you actually kind of understand
1: yeah yeah that that's one of those things because it's like it's a, it's the double-edged sword of like i understand but at the same time like because on an individual basis i'm like yeah, I understand like small business owners and stuff like that. Right. But as a civilization, like encroaching on right. animal territories and stuff like right. that, is like trying to balance those two. Of like, I get it, but I also get that. I get that. Yeah, it's hard all around.
0: Yeah, I think that's why this movie's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then we get to meet one of the greatest performances in a movie. <laughs> we get to meet Murray Hamilton as Mayor Larry Vaughn. <laughs> I love him in this movie. Not the character, the character's an asshole, yeah. but his performance is so perfect, Yeah, I want to own every one of his fucking suits, <laughs> I would like them all, please, I would love to be covered in small anchors and or a pinstripe <laughs> rainbow, please, if anyone can make that happen for me.
1: <laughs> he was like the perfect sideshow yeah. ringleader I, mayor.
0: I always... Confuse him and the land developer from Poltergeist because they're kind mm. of the same character. Yeah, like it's clearly like an archetype that Spielberg. Like some mayor was just mean to Spielberg as a child or something. <laughs> yeah, but he is so good in this movie as just like he's the perfect huckster. Yeah. Like, well, let me sell you this, Roy. Like
1: <laughs> he's uh Patrick Wilson without the, without the looks. Like, yeah, without the like oh yeah he knows what he's doing right it's like no yeah that guy's up to no good.
0: you like immediately understand why this guy got elected mayor but you're also like oh but he sucks
1: but yeah he's great
0: yeah no he's so good in this movie and we get my favorite shot in the whole movie when they're on the ferry when they
1: pull the car onto the ferry
0: it's a it's a single take Mm. there are no cuts it's all done in the blocking Mm -hmm. of the background moving behind them and then the way they move to and from the camera Mm. makes it feel like they're cutting to Mm. close-ups there's a fantastic video about it on um, sadly no longer making new videos uh every frame of painting on youtube Mm -hmm. about the spielberg oneer and how he does one takes that are invisible and not Uh showy and this is probably the best one and it's so fucking good
1: (laughs) yeah that that's what i will say like after watching this, I just want to watch a bunch of video essays on the filmmaking yes. cinematography of it.
0: Definitely look up every frame of paintings video, uh, the Spielberg one But, like, it, it, my favorite sequence is the opening, yeah. but the single best shot is this one. Yeah,
1: that shot's good. Yeah,
0: and the mayor just doesn't believe him. Mm-hmm. And the mayor sucks, but he's awesome. Uh, <laughs> they even, like... I love that everyone is like on Brody's side until the mayor is like, but what do we do about the town? How do we solve this problem? And then even the coroner's like, boat propeller. Yeah. No, that's what I'm going to put in my report because that's clearly what it was. And Brody was like, you didn't say that two seconds ago. We just talked. You wrote the report. No, I didn't. (laughs) Oh, I I changed my mind. Yeah. It's the terrifying power one person can have when they own a town. Mm -hmm. Yep. Ah, I love it.
1: <laughs> okay, you're convincing me, Matt. Keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah, then it goes to everybody's at the beach because yeah. Brody wanted to close beach, but he was like, no. So he's sitting there at the beach, and my favorite shot oh, that is very famous is... A little is-
0: bit of that Spielberg face. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> i think i think it's, we're talking about the same thing yeah. but i'm also not sure uh when everybody's in the water and Bertie's in there watching and then somebody starts getting pulled down by the shark
0: mm-hmm. the it does the, the, the dolly move yeah like yeah. Oh, oh it's it. so good that's uh, so good he's making what is commonly known as spielberg face which is when you do a push-in while someone goes into camera <laughs> yeah,
1: because you talked about that on Poultry Guys, but oh, did I? <laughs> I don't think you explained it's the shocked expression while zooming yeah. in. You just said, oh, yeah, that was a Spielberg face. Yeah. And I was like,
0: uh yeah. But uh-huh. now you I mean, <laughs> just run through every Spielberg movie in your head, and you like, Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> it's there, all over Jurassic Park. That's why I love that movie.
1: Is there one in Indiana Jones? I'm sure there. Is. I, there's got to be. <laughs>
0: now I want to do like a counter. <laughs> I'm sure there's a supercut somewhere. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Alfred Hitchcock is the one that invented that move. That specific move. I don't know if he invented it. It's one or of those popularized. T- yeah. It. I mean, this movie is so Hitchcock. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have you, we'll cover him on this podcast because he's made some good movies, but have you watched any Hitchcock? I've never seen any (sighs) Hitchcock movies, but
1: I working in video and everything yeah, yeah. all my co-workers who are in the film industry like talk about him all the time he's great he's like and king where i know he has like a million movies right but, uh, but like i just haven't seen any i know of he's them. influential and i know why
0: but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> i just never had the yeah. podcast excuse to watch them
0: <laughs> when i took uh courses in storyboarding mm. in college we spent like two weeks just watching hitchcock movies because uh, nice. <laughs> the teacher was like no Oh, yeah. Trust me. <laughs> They're storyboarded within like an inch of their life and they look amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So uh, the shark comes back and he starts yeah. eating children now. The
0: kid is just... <laughs> and I love it. It's darkly kind of funny because the kid just goes ragdoll. Yeah. Um, I love that the kid is getting great detail the Mm -hmm. kid gets pulled through the inner tube that he's sitting in he doesn't just the shark doesn't just grab a kid from the water at the crowded beach he pulls a kid through the inner tube Uh and then it's it's a fucking johnny depp geyser of blood (laughs) crappy toppy giant yeah that kid was a crappy toppy junior
1: (laughs) god damn it man (laughs) so crappy toppy junior is now dead
0: yeah child murder Mm -hmm fun for the whole family <laughs> so
1: he's the only one this one that...
0: movie's pg by the way <laughs> i saw that because pg-13 wasn't around nope yeah i love whenever anybody's like P- horror movies can never be pg-13 can never be pg-13 movies those always suck they're never good i'm like jaws is pg guys <laughs> Gremlins is PG. It doesn't matter as long as your movie is good. Well, Jaws would be PG thirteen nowadays, right? Probably. Yeah. Spielberg invented PG thirteen. Which what was it? Poltergeist? Or what movie was um, it? Um back to back, uh Temple of Doom and Gremlins came out. He produced mm. and directed Temple of Doom. He produced and uh has like a writing credit on Gremlins. It's and great. those both of those movies are very dark.
1: Gremlins <laughs> is a horror movie?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but uh now Brody actually feels like he should really have a case mm-hmm. for shutting down the beaches yeah and, and for some reason no one is on board
1: yeah because <laughs> they have like a little town meeting or whatever and I, th- I think at this point it didn't click with me that it was business owners because well and Brody was like oh yeah I'm shutting down the beach and they're all like what you're shutting down on the beach? I was like, swimming isn't that fun, you guys. Like, right.
0: come down. <laughs> I, mean, I know your cousin was coming, but he just hang out at your house, like, <laughs> just like playing the sand. Like. Right. <laughs> uh, one of the greatest like fucking this... introductions of all time. Robert Shaw's Quint. He's such a good character. I
1: had no idea his character existed. So the second
0: yeah. He, yeah. He, he I didn't want to run entered, for you, <laughs> I was like.
1: This is amazing because I thought we were- the nails on the chalkboard. <laughs>
0: oh, I love it. That, uh, can you do an impression? I'll catch your shark. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here's where you're going to be mad at me now. Right. Robert Shaw, fantastic character actor. One of my favorites. Um, the thing he's probably most known for outside of Choss is from Russia with Love. The second James Bond film. Where he's young and he's cut as fuck. No man, you want to have like you're. It's gonna like explode your head that these movie two movies are less than ten years apart. When I show you a picture of young Robert Shaw right now, that I just have on my phone, uh, <laughs> that's young, That's Robert Shaw ten years before this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If i'm laughing or crying
0: <laughs> it's nuts how different he looks like how much life unfortunately kind of hit that gentleman in the ass but i'll get into that in the behind the scenes uh, man, 10 years apart does it yeah how does he talk in the james bond movie oh yes mr bond i believe you'll be coming with me now he's brit british he's british in this movie kind of no he's just like i'll catch your shark <laughs> yeah it's like it's a british accent
1: no it's like fisherman pirate what do you think
0: barbosa from pirates of the caribbean is from uh the sea (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: he's a pirate Pirates come from.
0: (laughs) I I guess technically you're not wrong, but wow, man. Oh my god, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he has one of the best introductions in film history. He's so good in this movie. Um, I love Quint. But yeah, he introduces himself while everyone is bickering by scratching his nails across the chalkboard mm-hmm. and being like, "I'm a professional shark hunter." By the way, everyone, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's his. G- like he's so matter of fact. <laughs> like what? You don't all hunt sharks. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to sit there and listen to him roast people. <laughs> oh, he's so good. <laughs> he's like the roast master. Because isn't he immediately like, some woman says something, he's like, "Sit the fuck down," <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'd risk me life for ten thousand but three thousand no yeah
0: (laughs) but everyone's like we're not paying that the shark must not be real yeah sure we all watched a child get eaten but that was unrelated
1: and then literally a horde of people try to go hunt hunt the shark for money
0: yeah so they're like well fine we don't believe there's really a shark but see if you can catch it so every drunken town and from like the next island over is pile onto little boats yeah
1: Yeah, because that's not dangerous. Throwing dynamite into the water. (sighs) You see, I don't want them to get to kill the shark. Unfortunately, they end up killing a smaller shark. Yeah. A little tiger shark. But because that's when um...
0: we're introduced to the only person who gets to be really famous acting wise from this movie, Richard Dreyfus. It's Matt Hooper. Hooper. Hey,
1: if you married Toby Hooper, that'd be you. wish.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What else was, has he been in? Um, I mean, I believe he might have won an Oscar, or at least he was nominated for Mr. Holland's Opus. Um, I mean, He's a character actor who's always around. He's in Close Encounters again the next year with Spielberg. But yeah, his character I was conflicted
1: on because when he came in and was like marine biologist and like dropping knowledge and he's like, oh yeah, I love sharks. I was like, yeah, that's cool. But then he was like way too into killing the shark. He was like super about it.
0: But I... Th- think that's kind of the movie's way of trying to be like see even people who know sharks are saying well because i think he has some lineup or or long lines of like Uh. this isn't normal shark behavior yeah um it's the movie trying to cover its own ass as horror movies often do and Uh. fail
1: at because i feel like it would have created the conflict between him and the captain would have uh made more a lot sense if he was like trying to save the shark and like just trink it or something but like, but even as the
0: movie goes on he does not want to shoot the shark he yeah. wants to like give it a sedative that'll just make it die he does not want to stab the shark he yeah. does not you know he doesn't want to hurt other sharks they're, yeah. they're they're trying yeah they're making a real attempt
1: yeah but but yeah that's just why i was conflicted on the character because yeah i was expecting more of like because i think that's more of a trope now of
0: like we're right, the one good say, man yeah, yeah um but often that trope is like mo- used mostly to mock it at yeah. the same time so i kind of like that this one is like nah he knows what's happening yeah he also wants to see quick kill a shark <laughs> <laughs> he also walks in and immediately says like well you're one of the greatest characters in film history man when do you kill that shark
1: <laughs> yeah i i did like um his character uh <laughs> conflict with um Quint was just pretty much okay. Boom. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Love it. I love their their whole dynamic.
0: What's really nuts is that like Richard Dreyfus has looked like forty two since he was. He's like twenty five in this movie. <laughs> he is. <laughs> yes, he's so young, but <laughs> he has just always looked like he's like forty five. <laughs> he's like ten years younger than the cop in the movie. He's he's so young. <laughs> <laughs> where they were like yeah you could play like a 40 year old scientist
1: <laughs> I mean in that defense you did get the feeling he knew what he was talking about yeah the whole movie yeah. he was Some never actors just play older it's just funny yeah. like yeah I love I love the like little bromance between him and uh chief Brody yeah it was great and I was like ah oh, now they're swimming off into the sunset
0: at the end <laughs> in the book it's very different because they uh give his wife more of a character hmm um and she kind of resents that they've had to move to this small town and she starts sleeping with hooper oh that's a b plot in the book apparently i uh (laughs) don't like any of that (laughs) i um i thought
1: that was gonna happen in this movie because when he comes over with the bottles of wine she was like laughing at all of his
0: jokes (laughs) i think that's maybe like they're like well we have to make the writer of the book happy yes you know it could be happening off screen it's fine (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) well i like that that didn't happen
0: yeah it would just make you be like, ah, I can't wait for Hoover to fucking die. Because <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: then he would have gone to like, oh, I like that guy. He knows what he's talking
0: about to all that. Know it all pieces. Yeah. Shit. This not little college kid. Apparently it's handled well in the book mm-hmm. in that you're because c- she's more of a character. Yeah. It would suck in this movie where unfortunately it's, it's a movie made in America in the 70s. So she's not really a character. <laughs>
1: yeah so tiger shark
0: yeah so the idiots in the boats kill a tiger shark and and uh we know that our good guys are the good guys because they're like oh that's gross yeah why would you guys do that and brody was just like oh you guys got
1: it cool nobody's gonna die again yeah and immediately
0: like Hooper's just like are you kidding me (laughs) that thing is smaller than a person it couldn't eat one (laughs) yeah and and i like how
1: like he knew how to handle it too he was like this could be the shark, but i'm telling you it don't
0: add up yeah i love that so then they cut him open to look for body parts Mm -hmm. because they're like he just ate a kid it wouldn't be digested yet yeah we won't find the lady but we'll find pieces of kid Uh. and instead they find a license plate yeah and that's how he knows it swam from like a different part of the ocean (laughs) which is funny (laughs)
1: It's great. Yeah, because he was like, oh, yeah, sharks are trash cans. They'll just eat anything. Yeah. I was like, that makes me love sharks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm a shark.
1: <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they're like, nah, dude, there's still a shark yeah. out
0: there. So is this this is the point where they go diving for it. Yeah. in th- one of the first great jump scares in all movies. Because mm-hmm. they come
1: across a boat that's yes. been sink. And he's like, oh, I know that guy's boat. Yeah then he dives in and finds his body.
0: Yeah. In a scene that, like, here's how meticulous Spielberg is. He and his editor, Verna Fields, who he worked with for a very long time Mm -hmm. after this, were trying to cut together from what they had to make that scene as scary as possible. And it just wasn't working. Mm -hmm. So Spielberg took his own money and his own time, went and got the prop head and, like, part of that fake boat, put it in the pool in his backyard. And with, like, a camera and... (laughs) just someone in a scuba suit to like reach the handout and stuff shot it three or four different ways screened it for different people gauged when people screamed the loudest and then used that cut in it and then cut in richard dreyfus
1: man (laughs) because spielberg's the fucking best yeah this is why i like love steven spielberg he He loves movies just
0: cares yeah
1: he cares that's why like i I love uh tarantino i love john
0: carpenter now they
1: love movies yeah
0: and it shows it's that thing of what i was saying like even when these guys are not at their best you can always tell they care yeah
1: kyoto Kyoto. we never decided uh yeah. <laughs> brothers uh, they came from right practical effects and you can tell they love it yes they care about
0: how it looks yeah which is great i love it as opposed to like as i said on the shining episode i love it as much as the shining friday the 13th i don't feel like sean cunningham like cared
1: no, oh, yeah, because that's like, not
0: me knocking the movie. I, I don't think he did.
1: Yeah, like you said, it was just like, "I'll screw that John and Carpenter kid. Let's make." Yeah, we can make buck. Yeah, but and it shows. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I, I feel like I could tell Tom Savini cared. Yes, you can tell who cares in the yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, which is interesting that you can you can tell. Yeah, it's fun. The movies are so fun i like things movies are a good time yeah hey we should start a podcast about movies. Right? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah at this point though no one still no one is believing them yeah they're like, oh well where's the tooth because they found a tooth on the boat and they're like yeah, i dropped it
1: oh yeah because hooper is <laughs> like no dude this is a great white like that's a big boy right?
0: like they're like but we cut open the shark oh i don't know we all said maybe the shark wasn't eating people so mm-hmm. i guess i was just right like he's fourth of like july is coming yeah
1: then fourth of july comes and surprise there's a shark but wait it's just kids messing around those kids
0: almost get fucking
1: shot yeah because they call it, like the <laughs> national garden stuff right yeah Finally, yeah,
0: no, no, wait, it's still just hillbillies and boats, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, because
1: he was like, I'll oh, just get anybody who has a gun in a boat yeah. to like patrol the waters during fourth <laughs> Brody's Like,
0: no, no, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, the kid was pretending to be shark, almost got shot, but then, surprise, there's an actual shark and he's going toward Chief Brody's children.
0: Yep, and I love that again, even his wife doesn't quite believe Brody. <laughs> yeah what they're on a boat it's fine he's like there's a fucking shark people yeah (laughs) does nobody else like two
1: people die yeah
0: and then people actually see the shark and are confronted with the fact of like no there is a shark yeah there's a beachy boy out there how do you feel about how the shark looks they look like a shark Yeah, people are always like, it's such a bad effect. No wonder he didn't really use it. I'm like, it looks fine. Yeah. It doesn't look like the greatest thing ever, but like, it looks like a pretty good practical effect. Yeah, it's fun practical effects. It's totally fine. It's got black eyes like a (laughs) doll's (laughs) eyes.
1: I always love like stupid looking things or silly looking things. So when the shark, like later in the movie, cops on a boat and just goes, (laughs) <laughs> I, like, oh, I love it. Love it. <laughs> it's so good. So even if it like looks bad to people, I'm like, oh, I love it. I'm into it.
0: <laughs>
1: I, mean, I remember I, I liked it. I, yeah. I think it was effective. Yeah. Like, I
0: just feel like everybody always shits on it. I'm like, it looks pretty good. Like, yeah. I mean, for the time, especially. It's a...
1: You're trying to like make an animatronic like, in the water. Right. Like,
0: oh, we'll get into that. <laughs> do people not know how electricity and water interact with each other? Yep. But yeah. from here, the movie you had kind of really picks up steam because mm-hmm. they decide like we just got to go to quint pay him whatever he wants everyone's on board shark is
1: definitely real well even the mayor was like no nah, we can't do it and finally cheaper was like you're signing this yeah i don't know you're signing Ch- this people are dead and my kid <laughs>
0: almost fucking died yeah I will fucking kill you, you son of a bitch. I will bury you in your anchor suit, motherfucker. I'm from New York. Martin Scorsese's jaw. Oh, my God. I will fucking bury that shark. I will fucking kill it. you disrespecting me, Sean? Call me a Brucey. Hey, are you talking to me? I don't know why I'm doing Joe Pesci (laughs) doing Robert De Niro He also like Am I a joke to you Shaq? Am I a joke? Is it funny?
1: (laughs) He also like started going to George Lucas a little bit
0: they How go a you, higher fish. Good fellas, you've heard what your Pesci sounds like. <laughs> Do I amuse you? Am I funny? I know I'm fantastic in Home Alone, but am I funny here? No. Which, by the way, we forgot to mention, we're doing Oscar month. <laughs> yes, coming up. Oh, right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what Oscar was Jaws nominated for, Matt? Uh, Jaws was nominated for Best Picture, Best Film Editing, Best Sound Mixing, and Best Original Score. Not cinematography. Oh, it won for Best Sound. Mm. And it won for uh, best score and editing more than I thought. <laughs> I thought it just got the score one.
1: I'm sad it didn't win for cinematography though, because that was right? top notch.
0: Yeah, it looks great. But yeah. it didn't get nominated for Spielberg either.
1: What are your thoughts on like Oscars and award shows?
0: I really enjoy the Oscars. I think they're fun. Um, I understand that they're pointless and it's like mm. weird that like I am one of the people that like gets upset when something gets like snubbed. Yeah. Uh but also like the Oscars make a difference. If you win an Oscar, you get to have a career. Jordan Peele is no, he made my favorite film of the last decade. Mm. He made Get Out. The fact that that movie won an Oscar means he's going to be able to do whatever the fuck he wants for the rest of his career. It's always interesting, uh, Oscar's relationship to, uh, since it's this month, uh, to horror. Mm. Um, it tends to overlook horror or find other ways to nominate people who worked on horror movies for other things. Just this year, almost everyone was in agreement that uh, Florence Pugh should probably win or at least be nominated for Best Actress for Midsummer. The Oscars cannot nominate a horror movie performance. That's schlock. That's bullshit. We don't. We're art. So they nominated her for Little Women instead, which means really they're giving her an award for an award nomination for both performances, but they can't let it be the horror one. I mean, that's just how it works. Yeah. Like, it, it is shocking to me that Jordan Peele got to win an Oscar for uh, Best Screenplay for Get Out. Yeah. I mean, much deserved. Like, it yeah. does not sh- surprise me in the. Yeah. It, was you're surprised that the, the people
1: picking it exactly. actually picked it. Yeah. Yeah. that Because I, I absolutely have big beef with the Oscars of how they treat animation. Because they, oh, yeah. they don't respect animation whatsoever. They just vote for Disney every time because there's been leaked conversations where they're like, my kids saw that one. Yeah. I, they don't even watch them
0: well and with animation there's also always an interesting debate that i've seen happening more and more is two years ago like boss baby got nominated for best animated feature <laughs> and people were like oh but it's bad but somebody else said but it might be like some of the best animation i've seen all year mm. so what are you voting for when you make a medium <laughs> the nomin the the main theme yeah somebody voted for that movie because they were like well the dream sequences in this look amazing yeah like it, it's genuinely like stunning animation. Like yeah. the team worked very hard on it. Yeah, it's just also a bad movie. Yeah. So how do you like nominate it? And most years, That's true. it's also tough because most years, yeah, Pixar probably had the best movie, even mm. if they didn't always have the best animation.
1: It's less about like the movies that get picked, and more about the lack of respect for it, and how they just pick Disney or Pixar just because it's Disney or Pixar rather right. than the, watching the movies. There's some of
0: that. It's also tough because the film that wins is voted on by everyone from those categories Mm -hmm. so like every actor who's a member of sag gets to vote for who they thought the best actor was of the nominees Uh but the oscar board gets to pick who gets nominated Mm. which has been you know obviously there's a huge conversation about it with diversity it's mostly older white men yeah um that's the oscars so white campaign from a few years ago that yeah yeah the oscars are interesting i like love the oscars but i'm also very critical of them yeah so
1: yeah because also like the theme with this movie of how scary it is for one person to have power in a small town it sucks that the oscars have that much power where they could make someone's Mm -hmm. career and they could do it whatever they want for the rest of their lives the dude who shot blade runner 2049 it took him 13 nominations to win an oscar
0: oh yeah denny villeneuve only has one or, or, that's the director uh roger deakins yeah roger deakins like who's my favorite cinematographer of all time yeah. it's she, it's shocking that he should have won for skyfall like skyfall looks amazing he should right have won to Bond.
1: he should have won for like but a ton of things it took he him should have won for arrival times.
0: he should have won for yeah <laughs> he's, so, he's the best cinematographer yeah
1: so it sucks that like people like that who are really good don't get recognition yeah until like i don't think wally
0: fister who was uh like known for being nolan's guy Mm -hmm. for years and years i don't think he ever won a cinematography oscar yeah that's nuts yeah even the people who are like to just be like well i mean the oscars don't really matter that's not the sign of a good film but it's it's still treated that way it's still like yeah like more people went and watched moonlight because it won best picture yeah everybody from that movie gets to have a career now yeah like that's awesome
1: immediately after that um the guy from that Oh, he's blade now.
0: Yeah, Marshall Ali. Yeah, Marshall yeah, Ali. Him. Yeah, jaws. jaws. We're I do about love that. jaws. <laughs> yeah. So
1: where were we? Oh yeah. Uh, Brody was like, "You're yeah. signing this." Yep. We're, we're going putting together. a to Shark hunting team. We're just doing it. And then they show up at Quint's place. Oh, he his place is covered in just shark jaws. Yeah. I was like,
0: oh, it's a bummer, but it's also yeah. like, I mean, I want to know the story behind yeah. every one of those because Quint is so great i just thought of this better choice a bunch of macrame and you'd have been like i want to know how he got into fucking macrame (laughs) 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 yeah (laughs) that's when he started spewing all the one-liners and roasting yes and they set up their plan to go start hunting the shark in one of the greatest film lines in film history (laughs) coming up so the next day they go out onto uh hooper's boat Mm because we also kind of start finding out like hooper's kind of a rich kid he says the line when he's chumming the water brody turns to them walks in just deadpan goes you're gonna need a bigger boat Mm Do you know the story behind that line Mm -mm. so because the shark was so hard to uh like maneuver and things they kept being like we're gonna need a bigger boat and that just became a joke on set yeah. So Roy Scheider walking into camera and saying that he was doing it as a joke. <laughs> he had a different line and Steven Spielberg was like, no, that's better. Just leave it. in. <laughs> that's great. So it was literally like something that Roy Scheider was bored and did it for the blooper reel. And it's one of the most iconic moments in film history. <laughs> that's great. I mean,
1: that's how it usually happens. Like, yeah, iconic things never get
0: planned. All movies are happy accidents.
1: <laughs> yeah. Then the shark keeps
0: like going around. Yeah. And- keeps coming back from more. again like this is where like the movie just kind of picks up steam mm-hmm. so we're probably gonna move through this pretty quick yeah everyone there's... so if there's a moment you like tweet it at us or share yeah. it on instagram there is one specific part so they've Enjoy. been hunting the shark all day and then they go below tech and get drunk uh... <laughs> i love everything about that scene you know i said there's my favorite horror moment there's my favorite shot This is my favorite non-horror moments. (laughs) So you're going to hate me. You hate this scene? That scene, I fell asleep. (laughs) Oh, that's fine. I mean, it is just them talking. If you're like watching it, like trying to take notes, that's the part where you take a nap. It's nice. It's comfy. (laughs)
1: Because them being on the boat takes up like a majority of the time of the movie. I
0: could use less of them hunting the shark. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah, so that's... And that part where they get drunk is like in the middle of it. So by that point... I that's when just the same things kept happening yeah. so that's why i started to something. i mean
0: i think you could probably just say like they get on the boat here's this scene yeah and then the next day it could be shark hunting you know i think i would actually probably work a little bit better for the flow but mm-hmm. um i'm not gonna tell spielberg how to do his job clearly i'm wrong <laughs> this is He's jaws steve So, <laughs> um, but, um, steve um, yeah. hey steve let me steve. tell you about uh a- have you thought about um making the sharks CGI? Hey hey Steve, you wanna you wanna re-release that? I know some guys. Uh we can update it. Yeah, we could we could put some like little fishies swimming around too uh in the background. Or perhaps um Yoda? Are you familiar with Yoda? He's a character from Attack of the Clones. <laughs> He's CG.
1: Uh he didn't exist before he was CG oh george
0: (laughs) a staple of our podcast
1: (laughs) of all people
0: why (laughs) never made a horror movie never produced a horror movie we did in the first episode and then it just it's just just a fun voice to do (laughs) it
1: just uh, you know who
0: knows george lucas steven Steven Spielberg. spielberg who directed a fantastic scene where they where i love that Hooper and Quint have been so at odds this whole movie over how you deal with animals hmm. that then they get kind of like this nice moment where they're just like, No, animals fucked me up once. Mm-hmm. Is like what like Quint starts talking oh, about. Yeah, and then Hooper's sh- like, Me too. Yeah, they started like just showing, their showing their scars and stuff, scars. right? Yeah. And then it takes this. I mean, it's really sad, but it takes the turn where uh Robert Shaw's just like Oh yeah, here's why people remember me as an actor and he gets to give his monologue about the USS Indianapolis, which was a real thing where military boats sank or was sinking and sharks just started coming because there was so much blood in the water, it was like chum. Mm. And his character's whole backstory and why he hates sharks is because just like in real life, like 30% of the soldiers uh drowned and or were eaten. Mm. And that was like a real thing. So yeah. that's why he hates sharks
1: so he was a part of on that yes okay yeah and
0: that that's a thing from real life also which is mm. like super fucked up yeah (laughs) yeah i I was i was asleep during that monologue (laughs) so that's why i was like you missed like his whole motivation of like why it's like oh no he knows it's not cool to kill sharks he's just broken (laughs) okay (laughs) that makes sense yeah you should like you should really like this movie that's why we have a podcast yeah. to talk about it <laughs> but yeah and, it, and it's real sad and, and it's really good and then it's like and then the next day yeah <laughs> back to shark hunting which is why it's like we could use less shark hunting more of that but this part of the shark hunting i really like because huh. at this point they're fucked
1: yeah at this point they have like kept trying stuff
0: and then the shark just having none of that it yeah. just keeps like being like what the fuck <laughs> this is where it becomes like in real life sharks swim away this yeah. shark is like a monster this shark is almost supernatural is essentially what it becomes and like that's why it's scary sharks aren't scary but if sharks could go like no i'm gonna target you specifically brody i know where you live <laughs> it would be like oh no <laughs> telegram yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah he keeps like side swiping the boat yeah and,
0: like And uh, like fucks up their propeller, and then Quint pushes the boat too hard, trying to get them to shallower water so the shark can't get them. So now they just have to make their last stand. Yeah, they put Hooper in um, a cage in the cage because again, he doesn't like want to. I mean, he wants to kill the shark, but he this sounds so dumb. But like, he doesn't want to hurt the shark. Mm -hmm. He's like, there's got to be a humane way to like put it down. Mm -hmm. You'll still get your trophy, and we won't have like caused the animal to suffer. So they fill the needle with basically stuff to put the shark down
1: yeah and uh it won't pierce the skin so he has to go in the cage to mm-hmm. stick it in the mouth
0: and then well butterfingers hooper over here dropping shark teeth drops the needle <laughs> through a f- gate yeah that's like how did you fuck that up yeah <laughs> i mean and, i guess because it's a movie yeah
1: the shark what?
0: breaks of, the cage yeah. one of the only parts where they had a real shark yeah Uh, When it's just swimming around the cage, that's just a real shark and a dude in there. (laughs) Yeah, that's still a thing they do in real life now is the shark cages. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then the shark gets into the cage
0: Yes, and he barely escapes and swims like I I don't understand like to a different part. So now the shark can't get him. We've established that the shark is like, I know who you are. I know where you live. <laughs> I know how to sink boats. I know how to, I know that I can knock over this boat. Sharks don't know that in real life. But the second that he's like, if I swim away and it works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit like, Come on, Steve. <laughs> yeah, <it's true. laughs>
1: but then he's like what the fuck and then starts going after the boat.
0: Yeah, starts sinking the boat, which mm-hmm. is already in trouble so then Quint, greatest character in film history is just like fuck this and goes out with like a machete (laughs) it's like i'll i'll get you your shark (laughs) and just slides right Ah! (laughs) and the shark eats him Mm -hmm. and it sucks but it's kind of a nice twist on what by then was a trope from like creature feature movies and all those movies from like the 50s and 60s Quint wins yeah and in this they're like the hubris of man, Quint dies. Mm-hmm. It really leans into the the Moby Dick idea. And
1: the boat is like
0: half in the water yes. at this point. <laughs> so Brody decides, I got this. Mm-hmm. It's something that I noticed this viewing that I never noticed before. They foreshadowed constantly did. earlier in they the did. movie. And I don't know how I never noticed it. Yeah. because like people keep talking about scuba gear. People, you know, like, literally at one point he's reading a book about sharks and there's a shark with a scuba tank in its mouth. Yeah. So he just jams that thing in there and shoots it.
1: Well, he jams it in there. The shark swims away. And he, he like Jack Sparrows it. it gets Hell on yeah. the top. Smile, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and it went, pew, boom. Yeah, it takes him a couple shots. And like right before yeah. the shark. Bang. Which
0: is not a thing that would happen. Mm-hmm. It just aired. Like uh-huh. I didn't think it would. I mean, they, they make it believable enough. It's not like a fiery explosion. They yeah. make it look like it was pressurized. But um, I believe the MythBusters did a whole episode on Jaws. Uh, it's Jamie's favorite movie. And they they do a test of that. They build like a life size, like weight appropriate shark and everything. Put a f- air tank in its mouth and shoot it like dead center, mm. just like the movie. And all it does is kind of just let some air out. <laughs> <laughs> like at one point, it kind of blows the shark back. Uh. And they're like, eh, it would have worked yeah um i know in the book apparently just like get it with like piano wire or something Mm. and like they just managed to kill it
1: (laughs) just imagine he just chokes out right there's actually even
0: like like, a deleted scene where they even show quint still hunting for the piano wire so you Mm. can tell like oh clearly they were still figuring out what the finale would be
1: i've got you now mr bond
0: <laughs> oh yes, Mr. Bond. <laughs> it's nuts, man. I'm gonna show you a clip later. <laughs> but yeah,
1: and then Bertie's like, oh, finally. And then Hoover's like,
0: Hey, yeah. what's up? How's I swam it away. Happen? It worked. Right? It's crazy. <laughs> I thought it would eat me. It probably should have.
1: And uh then they swim off into the sunset yep. on the movie end. It's beginning
0: of a beautiful friendship. Mm -hmm. oh quick thing about that explosion again uh Uh, the author of the book told like steven spielberg like like i don't think that would like happen like i don't think that would work and steven spielberg was like oh no i know we looked into it it definitely wouldn't work but But hopefully yeah he said hopefully this movie is good enough that the audience will believe whatever i tell them and we all do because in that moment like right now we're like "Ah, i don't know but in that moment every time i'm like hell yeah yeah it Steve- works
1: so definitely steven spielberg <laughs> understands movies enough to yeah. know when suspension of disbelief will work out.
0: exactly so you ready to hear about oh uh actually real quick i was about to make making of but let's do critics they loved it it's a real good movie <laughs> <laughs> everyone was just like yeah uh this movie invented the modern blockbuster it's literally the the film for which the corn the term was coined it pays the way for everything after it, right down to having three shitty sequels and them apparently still trying to figure out ways to do it. There's talk of trying to reboot it or remake it or make a Halloween style like Jaws 2 that ignores all the sequels um, making of, though, quite tortured. So Spielberg <laughs> uh, makes his first TV movie. It's called Duel. It's like a horror thriller. It does well. He gets to make his first movie called The Sugarland Express. Which I have never seen, but I hear is actually like pretty solid, like mm. Spielberg, you know. Spielberg, he's really. always yeah. good. Um at this point, I think he's still under 25. Mm. Um, and he starts pitching real hard when he reads the the manuscript that the producer has of Jaws. He says, I could do it. And they're like, You've made one movie. And finally he convinces them. And the second he convinces them, he realizes, like, oh no, I'm gonna become horror thriller guy, and he tries to quit. Oh no. Cause he's, I don't want to be like pigeonholed cause nobody really, not in a bad way, but Sugar Land Express is a smaller movie. So nobody really saw it. Yeah. So everybody just knew him as the guy who made that really great horror movie on TV. Yeah. And he was, he was like, I'm going to become the guy who made that really good shark horror movie. And that's all I'll get for the rest of my career if I'm not careful. Yeah. But the producers talk him out of it and he makes it. <laughs> and then he immediately regrets agreeing to still make it cause it's a horrible, horrible shoot. <laughs> So they build Bruce, mm-hmm. but you never know how. S- it, there's a big difference between operating in a tank and operating in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, the shark immediately sinks and they have to like get a <laughs> crane and a diver and get it out of the ocean. Uh, the shark never works right. That's why the shark is barely in the movie. Mm-hmm. Spielberg wanted it to be like all over the movie. Yeah. Like when it eats the kid, he wanted you to see the shark. Yeah, When it eats the woman, see the shark. Like he was like, that's going to be the big ticket seller. It's a monster movie. That's yeah. our monster. And instead he has to shoot it like Hitchcock. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it worked for the movie though. That oh, I think like, this, you, this you movie would suck it. if you saw the shark. Yeah. Because <laughs> as much as we were saying, still like up. the shark looks pretty good. Yeah. It doesn't look that good. <laughs> you would, uh, if you saw it more than the times you see it, you would immediately just be like, is that a robot? Yeah. Uh, and the thing malfunctioned all the time. By this point, uh, Spielberg and Lucas are both making their second films. Lucas is off making American Graffiti. They are friends. They're uh-huh. both uh, being kind of mentored by um, the director of The Godfather, whose name is escaping Francis Ford Coppola. So, like, they're friends. And uh, Lucas comes to set, and the shark almost kills him. Yeah. Uh, they take a picture where he's got his head in the shark mouth, uh-huh. and immediately the thing uh, malfunctions and bites, and it gets stuck. Oh no! But it does not bite into him. And it's just stuck around George Lucas's head for like 20 minutes. Oh, no. And he's like, am I going to die? And they're like, no, no, maybe. No.
1: We almost didn't have Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That would be a sad, sad world. Right? As much as I meme on George Lucas, he did make a Star Wars.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fuck, Steve. Oh, God. Oh, God, Steve. Get it off. Get it off. Get it off, Steve. (laughs) help (laughs) yeah um and apparently stuff like that just happened all the time Hmm. or like the shark would like flip out when they had it in the water because it was all mechanized and it would get heavier yeah so it would like freak out and like move too slow and then move way too fast so like when it kind of kind of climbs up the boat a couple times it went too fast and like knocked people into the water just crazy stuff constantly that made this movie miserable for everyone to shoot the other thing that was very difficult to work with that kept malfunctioning was robert shaw quint i'm gonna get serious <laughs> i was gonna try to make jokes and now i'm like i can't make jokes about this um uh, he was a very sad man hmm. uh, who had a lot of addiction issues hmm. his character's charming drunkenness was just real
1: hmm.
0: uh, sometimes to the point where he couldn't function on set Dang. and they would just have to like close down filming for the day uh probably the most famous thing about it is uh the uss indianapolis speech he got drunk when they're pretending to get drunk like you can they all did but they would all like stop at the point where like oh but we can still do our lines Mm -hmm. and it's like fun and charming and robert shaw just kept drinking Mm. to the point where like he fucked up the take like every time like it was like bad he was like slurring his speech spielberg was like just go home dude yeah like and it sucks yeah especially for spielberg who was like a huge huge james bond fan like knew him from that yeah this is like one of his favorite actors and like you know yeah but uh then the next day he showed up sober he apologized he's like give me one more take Hmm. and he killed it and it's the take that's in the movie that's good so like robert shaw is gonna get to live forever because of this movie and it's a Mm -hmm. bummer that he was having such a hard time yeah Let's get a fun fact in there. Uh, so um, to get the, the book sales up before the movie, Spielberg and the producers drove all over um, Los Angeles and bought every copy they could find. So the book would be a number one seller. They said they bought something like 300 copies just between the three of them. Uh, so the book was number one so that everyone went and bought it because then it was at the top of the bestsellers list. Nice. So then everyone went and saw the movie. The book was a phenomenon. The movie was even bigger. Yeah. That's, fun. That's funny. Yeah. I had to save one to bring us back up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, I'm just like, if if you have something you're struggling with or know someone, yeah, you know, there's resources out there. People mm-hmm. care about you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's never too late to get some help.
1: Yeah. And uh have some fun facts. Yeah. <laughs> fun facts always brighten yes. <laughs> can brighten your day. <laughs> All right. Real quick, let's mm-hmm. talk sequels god I'm this movie has sequels i am aware that michael kane has
0: not seen it and he refuses <laughs> to see it
1: <laughs>
0: so the first one that comes out like a year later is jaws 2 um spielberg does not want to come back no one wants to come back the only one who is uh, contractually obligated is a uh, chief uh chief bob who does not want to be there Literally gets into a fist fight with the director because he's so pissed. And it's, oh, no. this kid, because like yeah. Spielberg comes on and as a media, like I'm fucking Steven Spielberg. Yeah. This poor guy, they're trying to replicate this success. It's like his second movie, also. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, you get to make the sequel to the biggest movie of all time. And Roshider is just like, I don't fucking want to be here, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and it's basically the same movie. It's actually like totally fine. Yeah, like people shit on it a lot, but like it's it's fine. It's a pretty fun movie. Um, the the death of the shark is way cooler. It's a pretty like well done suspenseful sequence where then they electrocute the shark. Oh no! And then the sequels three and four lose their goddamn minds. I cannot remember which order they are in because I'm not gonna rewatch them anytime soon unless we do a Jaws mini series. <laughs> one of them is set basically at SeaWorld and stars Dennis Quaid mm-hmm. as one of the Brody kids all grown up. <laughs> They're both there, I think.
1: Yeah, you, you you gotta have those uh, those resemblance.
0: Right. Those relatives. It rhymes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, Steve. Oh wait, no, that's not Steve. Um okay. it's real bad. It's basically like an advertisement for SeaWorld, which was like a new thing at the time. Mm. Like they literally have like staff and like animal performers from SeaWorld in the Jeez. movie. And then a shark gets in. <laughs> that's the plot. Uh, it's real bad. Yeah. And then there's the one in 3D with Michael Kane. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. The I am so sorry. I'm mixing them up. The one at SeaWorld World is in 3D. Yeah. Michael a, Caine's is not. Yeah, because I was gonna say that one sounds like it would be in 3D. Michael Caine's is the one that seems to ignore the Michael Caine's is fourth. The Sea World one is third because the fourth one seems to ignore the third one <laughs> and say that one of the Brody kids lives like in the Bahamas or something, and the mom is coming to visit him. Roy Schneider is not in any of these sequels So they basically retcon it To say like he was so depressed And stuff and paranoid that he basically Like drank himself to death Oh gosh. Or something Something that's like Jesus guys I'm sorry he wouldn't do your movie <laughs> uh, But then we start to find out That maybe the mom has a psychic link To the sharks unclear <laughs> um, What's Michael Caine's Like he like works In the area and he starts flirting With the mom <laughs> He's like her romantic interest, I think, if uh-huh. I'm remembering right. They used to play the sequels all the time on TV. They would just start at two and play two, three, four, like on like channel 13 here on the yeah. UPN all the time because they were cheap to get because nobody wanted them. So if you stayed up until like 10, you could just watch them. They'd be like unedited, <laughs> like, should not be on television levels of violence. <laughs> also the shark has a vendetta specifically coming after their family (laughs) they talk about how the shark has tracked them down it's called jaws the revenge it is the film for which the tagline this time it's personal was invented (laughs) you're welcome and it is a movie so bad that yes Michael Caine has said, I have never seen it, but I have seen the house that it paid for, and the house is lovely. <laughs> he missed out on accepting his Oscar for Hannah and Her Sisters in person, because t- he was filming this movie. Because Michael Caine likes to fucking work. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, we're not we're not going to do
0: Jaws, <laughs> Uh We might. Uh, Seeing your face, I'm like, actually, that could be fun. Then. <laughs> Just you every week, like... I am so tired. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you thought I was going to get on <laughs> You thought I was going to get on my high horse about like animals and stuff, that SeaWorld one. Yeah, A movie where SeaWorld are the heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Just you wait, man. <laughs>
0: this time it's personal <laughs> but so that's uh, Jaws uh that's it invented Jaws. the blockbuster series and it invented all the bad sequels that will come with every that's, series eventually that's Jaws every series has its Iron Man 2 that's all I'm saying and it's because of Jaws that's Jaws
1: yep. <laughs> my brain is broken
0: by what you've told me <laughs> you can just watch those for fun now we mm. won't have to do the podcast because <laughs> I can't convince you they're good uh who knows it might be fun man oh be. i think it would be very
1: fun i just think you'd also be miserable <laughs> things we do for the viewers yeah so if you want to listen to me hate life um follow us on social media and tell us to watch draws yep sequels because uh... <laughs> so that's just yeah i like them i i i
0: so, Zach, where can everybody find you on social media?
1: <laughs> <laughs> at ZachShirk on Instagram, ZachShirk.com. And guess what? I, s- I made a Twitter. Hey, tweet nice things at him. At Zach underscore Shirk. Somebody has Zach Shirk. Yeah, I don't know. Follow me on there and maybe I'll use it. <laughs> 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 Just tell me to watch Jaws. <laughs> Make it a meme. <laughs> Try to get me to watch Jaws All right. Where can they find you, Matt? You can find me on everything as I draw paintings. And your Facebook page. Oh, Matt Mears. It's my favorite part. Yes. You mentioned that.
0: I have a Facebook
1: artist page.
0: And uh, follow the podcast across all of social media.
1: You can listen to Matt Make Zach Watch Horror Movies on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube for a speed art version. Follow Supermoon on Instagram, Supermoon Studio, Twitter, Hey Supermoon uh twitch we do a little bit of live streaming now yeah. uh, supermoon live and super Su- <laughs> well, my brain is broken <laughs> what have you done to me psychic sharks <laughs> and supermoonsociety.com listen to all our stuff tell us what you think of the podcast let yeah. us know what we send us do. Patrick wilson memes we're still waiting for we're them still waiting i have found two <laughs> Mate. May- we need more in the world <laughs> make pat them pat, make patrick wilson be jaws i don't know what do we do at the end of this podcast
0: <laughs> i think that's how we should just end it. and uh oh what are we watching next week next week we're watching a movie with only one oscar nomination but i think it's a real fun movie so we're doing it anyway we're watching martin scorsese's cape fear
1: yeah martin scorsese Top three my favorite directors, so I'm excited. It's very good. Say, Rob, is it Robert Denyer? Is not De
0: that? Yes, he yeah. got nominated for Best Actor.
1: <laughs> I'm excited. It's real good. Join us next week, yes, for when we watch that, yes. And on that note, you want to get drunk and uh, fool around? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> it's a quote uh, from the movie. Bye. <laughs>